it is september 15th we got a show today we are talking about raptors let's get going I oh here she comes it's time for video check-in don't hit the lights what is wrong with you to my left co-host chickenista chicken expert Kristen. today is gonna be a awesome show look at goosebumps the coyotes are everywhere what's going on Kristen? oh i was just getting my uh chicken poop necklace on. Uh, can i get some oh, someone's already pooped Ingrid's like doing her job. Ask and you may receive. Ingrid is on it. Don't blame it on me. Oxygen is the solution to foulness. Oh, 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 I just felt it on my back. It's warm and, and oh god. I knew I was gonna have serious problems that like the coop remained that much better than the house forever. You, the coop is beautiful, by the way. I, I'm not trying to plug your products for anything. Please do. But stick. Give me, give me a makeup kit. You know, I'll, I'll be nice and pretty for the crows. Oh, so let's pull out another chicken. This is like a magic trick. Up to one o'clock already. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we have a new Ingrid. Memo. I missed the memo. You know a lot of people who do raise rabbits alongside their chickens. Why would you wait till the last minute? to pull out your homework. Have we met before? Yeah, that's a good one with the, with the cords and everything. This falls right off, and he regrows <laughs> a new one the following spring. Calm down, Matt, calm down. Why? This is a really interesting show. Oh, yes, oh, oh, it's, see? Yeah. My, my fault. I love it, Cindy, you just earned yourself a shirt. I love that. <laughs> yes, Matt, you are right. <gasps> I had no idea what to expect when we opened up that box, and this is why we love what we do. That's my goal, is to really bring people together through chickens. The power of chickens. So <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to Video Chicken Live. As I said earlier in the beginning of the show, it is September 15th. Is that correct? Are you guys messing with me? No, I know. We are halfway through September already. Yeah. That is scary. It is Friday. We are live. How are you doing today, Kristen? I'm doing great. This show is just a pass that you know, it marks the passing of time is, is oh what I've gosh. said. Dude, it's starting to freak Otherwise, me out. Otherwise, you would never say today is. It is just so how are we? I thought it was still August to be honest with you. I got issues. Also, Ingrid. You got issues. You can say Ingrid, that. Ingrid, how are you doing today, Ingrid? Yeah, I'm all right. We're so happy to see you as always. Um Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Ingrid, again, love that new promo. I hope you guys out there agree. That is a pretty cool promo. There's a, there's an emotional roller coaster with that promo. What do you guys think? <laughs> I, I had fun doing it. Yeah, there's so many things that could go in there. I mean, just yeah. little snippets of hilarity. <laughs> hilarity. Is that a word? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, and also, there there is a fourth voice you guys are hearing. That is James, who hello, is hello. Uh, our social media expert. How are you doing today, James? I'm doing all right. Well, I don't know about expert yet. You're you're on your way to social media expert. At least you better be. Matt, you'd love to call everybody an expert. I know because that's what I want. I want everyone to be an expert. I hope you guys are doing well out there. We got an awesome show today, as we always do. Again, remember this show is for you. If you have any questions or comments, leave them in that question comments box. Today we're going to be talking about the number one predator I think we always talk about for the daytime, which is raptors. Who? Hawks. Is owl a daytime predator? It's still a type of raptor. Is an owl a raptor? Don't leave me hanging. It, we gotta be snapping today. I, 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 <laughs> if, if it's an if it's a predator, it, yeah, yeah, I thought talent. it was a trick question. Yeah, no, there is no trickery all right, here. All right, other all right, than you right. pulling they, chickens out of your purse. They <laughs> mostly hunt at night, but there are times when, like the winter, they'll hunt at 
dusk or it's not quite dark. So Interesting. So things we'll talk about. So today, raptors, which is a word we don't use a lot. We always just go right to hawks, hawks. So today we have a raptor expert. And I think this is a great idea. Was this your idea, Ingrid? Mm-hmm. I, of course it is. Great job because um, I'm assuming, I'm going to do a lot of assuming. I'm assuming that the uh, Mat- uh, Matthias, I hope Matthias. I'm Matthias, uh, from Carolina Raptor Center, so right here, local to Carolinas, mm-hmm. is a uh, raptor expert. And I'm not exactly sure why he's a raptor expert, <laughs> but I can tell you it's good to talk to the to the enemy if you will not that he's understand the enemy. your enemy exactly keep your friends close but your enemies closer that's kind of what today's going to be is to really learn about these predatorial birds that cause so many problems to our chickens especially during the daytime and i'm really excited because very very soon we're going to southern alabama doing our very first full-on official chicken aviary to keep out those daytime aerial predators that I feel like I was the inspiration for. <laughs> Always, yes. Well, we'll, we'll I, say I yes. see my, my pet bantam here is eyeing your stuffed owl. I was going to say, I think owls and face, you think owls and chickens can be friends, right? I mean, I don't uh, think no. so. No, I think that's owls, a fairy tale. Oh man, that, yeah, that's that's only <laughs> that's only in Disney. Anyways, all right. So before we bring uh, Matthias in, there is something I got to show you guys that I'm very excited about. Again, if you have any questions, comments, leave them in the section. I can't believe we're already up to 63 people. Yes, yes, as always, do everything you can. Share the show. Keep commenting. Keep answering questions. The more you guys talk about, the more, the sh- I guess, YouTube says, oh, man, something might be cool here. Yeah. We got we got so many. We got someone from Yorkshire, which is across the pond. Yeah, if you don't um, have any questions or comments, please wave high. Tell us where you're watching from. Missouri, Wisconsin. Okay, so listen. Actually, I, I've, I've already... I need my prop now. I asked for it. I said, no, no, we need it right now. Whoever's listening out there in the shop, in the office, I want the door. I want the, the whole... Door. The door. You guys know what I'm talking oh, about? Because I want to yeah. show you guys. Ingrid, I don't think Ingrid knows about this yet. This might be a surprise for her. Yeah. What is this We're that gonna you get... speak of? Because yeah, I'm I... the only one probably listening that's going to go fit to anything. The door that is going on the Coupe to Switzerland. Is it not packed already? Oh, here we go. This was the final last thing we had to do. Mm-hmm. And here, there's so many great things about what we're about to talk about. One, this is a situation where here at Carolina Coupes, we're like, oh, why do people ask us for these things and yet it just makes us better of course you guys knocked it out of the park it is a great solution that other people might find this to be a problem so we need to bring in this door i want to show you guys what i'm talking about but also speaking of doors apparently i asked for something in the last staff meeting i don't remember and ingrid got it done right what thank you evan bring it in that a boy so oh. here, just set that off to the side here. Um, oh, it oh, came. Oh, it, yeah. Look oh, at that. Yay. Uh, bring it. Bring it over here. Just don't knock the lights over. I think this might be our last time in this studio. We're gonna be getting a new studio soon. Just set you it keep down. Keep saying that. Set it down yeah, right over here. No one can really tell um, though. If we move, it'll be the same background. I know. It looks. Yeah, same you can't people. really tell. We could. I could be home. Same time. Sitting in my underwear right now. You guys wouldn't know. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Chicken doors, real quick, guys. So. Love hate relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's really. I still love mine. Ah, uh, yeah. That works. Love, love, love. All right. So, in a nutshell, if you've been living under a rock and not watching VCL live, you don't. You're not sure what's going on right now. For years, we have sell sold 
the chicken guard was made in England, English company, great door, bottom line for the price and how simple it was, the, the four AA batteries, it just worked, which is great, right? You want it to work. And next thing you know, they sold out to China, unbeknownst to anyone. Manufacturing? We, manufacturing, yes, that's correct. And all of a sudden, we ran into all kinds of problems. And it sucked that I was like, we can't sell them anymore. Because at the end of the day, our customers are buying them, getting mad at us. It's like, well, it's not our product. But yet, they're trusting us in our advice on what we should mm -hmm. use. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, my understanding is they've been telling me there's a new door coming. Right. This is it. Right. I have not opened it. I think we can open it up, check it out. I haven't had a chance to try it. Has anyone out there tried this new all-in-one coupe door opener? I tell you, immediately Wait. it scares me. Because what does uh, that remind you of? Yeah, that looks just like, wow, that looks just like the one that I got from for, China. That for, was, for 20 bucks. Like, no, it should have been 10 Well, what But I, I paid like 80 for it. Oh. <gasps> For a piece of paper? It was plastic. Mm. What is, so. I meant to bring it in, actually. Are you going to open that up? Should we? Should we open this we up? should. Or should I show, maybe we'll get back to this. Anyone out there, if you're already using the brand new chicken guard, let me know what you guys think. I haven't used, all right, screw it. Let's open it up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's open it up. Let's see what's going on here. All right. Chicken doors are an investment, so that's why we spend so much time on them. I mean, it's. Yeah. The convenience, I believe the convenience is worth it. I do too. Could make or break your experience. Yeah. I mean, it, it, to lose all your chickens. All right. So uh, upon initial uh, observation, I like that they kept to the same color. Mm -hmm. Nice quality plastic. We got a network cable. That scares me. Well, it's all in one. What does that mean? What does all in one mean? <laughs> You can hook it up to your printer. Yeah. Um, you can do it with your smartphone. Maybe you can close it with your smartphone. Uh, someone. Oh, my God. We need an AI automatic door now. Everything's going AI. We need an AI automatic door. Which reminds me, when I go to show you guys what we have done to make a, another automatic door, which I'm not a fan of this. Well, I was not a fan of this automatic door. I'm also going to show you guys. And I'm not talking about the chicken guard. I'm talking about this other one that we made a modification to. It's going off to Switzerland. We were out there earlier testing it, and I said, oh, wait a minute. I never knew this about this door. And I said, I figured I'll wait and show you during the show. I'm curious if you know about this feature on that other door. So, I know, You're very cryptic. Nobody knows what you're talking about, um, as per usual. So here is, I don't know what's going on here. It looks nice. It, it, it really does. It looks better than mm -hmm. that $20 one slash $80 yep. one that Kristen bought. <laughs> well built. <laughs> All right, so what are we going to do? We're going to give this a try, and we'll let our viewers know, our yeah. listeners know what we think of it. We'll put it on a chicken coop out there and, yeah, and maybe see let if your the chickens, chickens live. Out. Social yeah. media. Let your chickens out. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, James. Exactly. Yeah. So let's. Um, here it is, the all-in-one. Thank you, Chicken Guard, for sending this to us. We yes. didn't pay for it, so I appreciate it. I definitely want to uh, acknowledge that. Um, I hope to sell it, to be honest with you, but I, I can't sell things that are going to make my life more complicated. I'm not going to promote and support a product that's not that's going to fail. Hopefully this new door is no longer going to fail. Now. Right. Just so just so you don't get everyone crazy. I have a chicken guard that I got from you guys that was probably sitting around, so it wasn't one of the ones when they moved to China and mine works fantastic. 
Like I went over a year without even, and I changed the yes. batteries and I still didn't need to change the batteries, but I did it anyway, just in case. Exactly. It was the greatest door. Yeah. So I'm Nothing not having was a problem. Broke and they decided <laughs> yeah. to fix it. All right. Check this out. You ready? All right. Here is the omelet door. Again, they're not paying us. This is just the door that the customer wanted. Kristen, go ahead and bring up the door. I want to show you guys what we did. So this is for a coupe in Switzerland? Yes. And so many good things here. The bottom line is it was a very... What kind of coupe? A Carolina coupe. Okay. And this is... Oh, my gosh. Only, only you can, can do this, honestly. Um, What's happening? All right, I got it. Okay. So I got tangled up. We, we have door. the omelet door. And here's what's interesting about the omelet door is it's a sideways door. Right. Like something you see on a Star Wars spaceship. Mm -hmm. um, I don't mind the door so far. And there's actually a feature I discovered this morning from playing with it that I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I have not seen this feature on any other door. First things first. Customer says, this is normally the front of the door that you would see going back and forth. This gray plastic. And he says, I don't want to see any plastic. When it shuts, I don't want to see any plastic. Just that simple, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, you would think. <laughs> um, long story short, check out this piece. Now, it's all screwed in and assembled. Um, Evan and Eric have designed a glue-up so to take several strips of wood. I don't know if you can see it there. Mm -hmm. Glue it all up in smaller strips so it's stable. And see and see it. We got some great footage, right, James? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Where it's replicating that gray piece so that when it does shut can you hold that thanks um when you shut it that it uh, all you see is wood is what i'm gonna say and there might be a lot of people out there like oh gosh you know what man i don't like seeing plastic it'd be great to see something wood it'd be great to see something i can paint to match maybe another part of your coupe right watch your fingers you so oh watch your fingers interesting you should say that hmm. Put your finger back in there and see if it doesn't crush them. <laughs> I will never forget a door we used to sell, and we stopped selling it because it killed a chicken. <gasps> mm -hmm. It killed a chicken, and the company didn't seem to care about what the customer had to say. Whew. You ready for this feature? Okay, and we're going to shut it. Should we use Cracker Muncher? No. What is wrong with you? <laughs> um, well, if you're that confident in the door... Ooh, mm, we could have used the bird. So what did you do there? You just press. <laughs> ah. It has a safety feature. Anti-kill switch. Wait, so that was just coming out, though. What about there's going a, in? There's a bar right here yeah, that okay. if, you, if it starts to squeeze a chicken, it stops. Oh. Ah. So if they're coming in and they're or they, out, or, yeah, and, they and the bird's them. like, "Hey, I'm just gonna hang out here at the door," like Nan's mother does. Um, <laughs> oh, it drives me nuts. <laughs> you ever met those people that just stand in the doorway? It's like, "Hello, um, bravo, bravo." I have never seen that feature on any other door. Not sure if you guys have well, out it's there. It's on the pull it shut door. Yeah. What's on the pull it shut? We door? interviewed that guy, the inventor. That feature. I didn't ask if we interviewed him. I'm pretty sure I remember interviewing. Explain what's on the pull it shot. Another that, door we sell. Yeah. That if something it hits it, it's not going to continue to close. Right. It has I don't remember that. Picture. Eric yeah. said to also just push on the door. What do you mean push on the door? 
instead of using the bar, push on the door. Oh, now we're getting technical. If you're just joining us, we are live September 15th. We have Matthias from the Carolina Raptor Center. Today we are going to be talking about Raptors. All right, so we're going to shut this real quick. I just wanted to share with you guys this door. Well, you so, guys did a good job of making it look it fancy. It is incredible. Yeah. And the, the plastic frame will be hidden. Okay. He's right. It, it, it detects the resistance, opens back up. On both sides. Yes. So what that's you do? Oh, you just touched it. Oh, I see. That's fancy. Yeah, that All right, listen. Fancy. So there's that. Again, omelets not paying. Nobody pays us. Yeah. Uh, well, Carolina <laughs> Coops does. Yes. All right. I just wanted to show that to you guys. This is one... What a great example of the team here. And we all said many times, this this is nuts. Well, yeah, Really? Is it that big of a deal as he plans? It, it's, it's only at night. It, so True. Good point. But it just made us that much better. But this guy is going through the trouble of replacing his roof with oak tiles. Here's what it so. looks like when he, we milled it out of high density, just so you guys get an idea. I'm not wow. sure if you can see it. That's, that's our so, template. Yeah, and there, I guess that's an example. We could do it out of acre. We can do it out of high density, but yeah, this was the we test could, uh, piece. We could brand or mm -hmm. something in the front. Yep. Is your farm name? I, I hate to be a little bit of an advocate, but is it, is it a little concerning that that door just keeps shutting even if something gets in its way? It goes back and just keeps Well, that's going. what it was told to do. That's what yeah. I told it to do. Oh, okay. So it is a setting. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Just making just... sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into it. Ingrid, if you can bring Matthias in from Carolina Raptor Center. Today, guys, we are talking about raptors. We are going to learn and ask questions from a raptor expert. Okay. And the reason why we want to do this is now, why is it I have to move? Why is it that <laughs> I am always the one? Okay. I can only move so far. All right, Kristen. How about that? Always on You didn't move. move. Well, I'm in the frame. You're pretending. You're, you're, right. you're out of the frame. <laughs> uh, Matthias, how are you doing today, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me. How are you? Oh, well, thank you so much for being here. Please, real quick, tell the audience, what is it you do? Um, so I'm a biologist and rehabilitator here at Carolina Raptor Center, which means I do a little bit of everything, including taking in new patients. We get hundreds of injured hawks and owls a year. We work with volunteers and staff and interns on site, so we're trying to rehabilitate them, get them back into the wild once they're healed. And I'm involved in lots of different aspects of how, that. How long have you been doing this? About 40 years. Wow. Okay, so yeah. you, started, you started when He's, I was three years old. He started <laughs> as a volunteer there. Volunteer have you done when I was this, in college. Have you done this the whole time you were in the Carolinas? Yes, in fact, at the same exact location, same, same company. No kidding. It's kind of unusual, I guess. Oh, so let me ask you then. Do you ever have people come to you like us right now? Chicken people, chicken lovers saying, oh my gosh, my chickens keep getting picked off. What can I do? Yeah, we do. We get, actually, we get some of the birds, not the chickens, but the raptors that get trapped in chicken coops. Oh. And oh. they get injured trying to get back out mm -hmm. uh, but we do get actually a fair number of calls every year um, from people just like you saying what can I do can you just you know make it go away <laughs> That's, they want now, the easy answer unfortunately well that was gonna be my first question what can we do to make it go away what's one of the right. things we come to you I keep losing my chickens uh, I'm assume, let, let's assume we're free-ranging, right? Especially if you're in a Carolina, using a Carolina coop. We're free-ranging, and of course, what I'm trying to get at is all the myths. We need to find out. I want to hear from you. 
certain things if it's true or not. But what is your number one advice to keep your chicken safe from raptors? Right. So unfortunately, it goes back to what you said is free roaming. Um, as soon as they're free, uh, they basically become a buffet for raptors. You're asking them, you know, you're putting out food. They can't tell the difference between a rodent, a rabbit, a quail, any of those wild animals that they might eat in the wild. Depends on what species of hawk you're talking about or owl, but you can't teach them that a chicken is different from those wild animals. To them, they're all food. Well, so do they have chicken. a fa do they have a favorite? Um, you know, every bird probably does at some point. I would not think that chickens are their favorites. It's just that it's easy. They're looking for the mm. easiest meal. Oh, uh, opportunistic then. Yeah, so that's an interesting point. It, yeah. Right, what the about... harder you make it for them, the less trouble you're going to have. But as long as they're out in the open, lots of them, you know, dozens, that's too easy. Are, or, are raptors, particularly hawks and I guess owls as well, are they, are they triggered by the movement? Is that what? tells them that there's prey there um, they have a, yeah they have an image in mind and they see something that looks like food to them but certainly movement would be part of it probably hearing it as well in some cases okay but um yeah it's it's you're, you're making it hard on them you're, you're putting out food and you're telling them well you're not even telling them you're assuming they're not going to come and eat it <laughs> um, okay so i gotta ask then because yep. we get asked this all the time what can we do to keep raptors predatorial birds from picking off my free-range chickens and I'm dying to hear your opinion on some things so the one recently that has come to my attention that I'm like oh we saw this the other day actually um, is it true that you could prevent an attack from a predatorial bird if you have in your flock a black chicken I've heard of that recently, but I am not aware. I haven't seen any evidence one way or the other that that makes okay. a difference. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. okay. So now we were at a customer's house. Are um, you, it, wait, is the black, assuming that they're going to confuse this little black bird for a, a crow? I, I'm yes. getting there. Yes. I'm okay. getting there. Okay. okay, you ready? Or just that it's not easily seen from the air. I have heard that it's better to have black chickens than white chickens. For instance, like if you're if you're if you have meat birds. Get the black ones versus the white ones. Because it's harder for them to spot that it's a yeah. easy yeah, food. But oh. yeah. yeah, like a white silky is going to stick out like a sore thumb. Any silky is going to stick well, out Well, I mean, like that's, that, was, that was one of the reasons why I didn't. I wanted to get a white silky, and I was like, well, this is just going to be hawk bait at this point. Yeah. I can't get away. Yeah, we do well. call those hawk bait, yeah. Mm. You know. Well, okay, so here's what we saw the other day at the customer's house. I've never seen this before, but it goes along with my next question, which I'm a fan of. I want to believe this is true. I've seen it with my own eyes, is the use of crows, whether they're real or a decoy she actually had fake decoy plastic crows out in her yard she said she had to move them around because i you know they will eventually learn i'm assuming that no that's that's just plastic but can you tell us is there some truth to crows ravens is there a difference between crows and ravens preventing fighting off predatorial birds in a certain area um i think it might help to some extent but these birds, the hawks that you're trying to keep away, they're going to learn pretty quickly that these are not real birds. So yes, moving them around will probably help some, but sooner or later, unless you're moving them every half hour, you know, there's a <laughs> hawk perched in a tree somewhere near your coop watching this and saying, well, this crow's not moving. 
he's not calling. He doesn't have any friends with him. Right. That that's interesting. Work for long. And then you see some lady come out and move them. So what about so what about real crows and ravens? Because um, I've seen them. You know, even right. small, maybe starlings or sparrows. Some you see words. these small little birds attacking this large bird, and you would think, well, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. But t- talk to us <laughs> yeah. about that. That happens a lot. It's called mobbing. So lots of smaller birds do that and crows do that. And they can usually get away with it because they're more agile. They're a little bit quicker on the wing, so to speak. They take a chance every time they do this, you know, depending on how close they get. But it works. It, it's supposed to drive the raptor away. So if you could train a bunch of crows to hang out, potentially that might work. I don't know how you do it. So is um, it true then that the crows are protecting their eggs? That supposedly the hawks are coming for the eggs? Or territory? Oh, they're young, right? It's they're trying to keep them away from probably during nesting season from their young, which are easy prey. Not necessarily eggs. Raptors typically don't go after the eggs. Uh, but yeah, they're trying to drive them away from their whole territory, including the nest site. Oh, so it might be territorial. Yeah, and also um, I think it's important to mention that not all hawks will or even all raptors will carry off a chicken that doesn't mean it's not going to swoop down and still kill or injure the chicken correct yeah does the size of the chicken matter it does because um yeah you're right you know the average large raptor i'm speaking for the carolinas we have a red-tailed hawk which would be Mm -hmm. the largest hawk in the area it only weighs about four pounds maximum by itself which means it physically can't pick up a chicken chicken that weighs more than itself Absolutely right. It can injure it. It could kill it on site and then eat part of it, but it's not going to fly off with it. Um, would the hawk sense. Would the hawk prefer a smaller bird that it could it would take be with it? An easier meal, and if it if it catches if it is successful the first time, it's going to learn over time. Oh yeah, this is food. Whereas if it's having a hard time, you know, I, I'm not a chicken expert, but I'm guessing like a rooster, for instance, could actually defend itself fairly vigorously could injure the raptor that is going to be a negative experience for the hawk and he's probably going to say oh maybe i'll stay away from these guys they're a little too big for me this Mm -hmm. is how young hawks learn and owls learn what to hunt to some extent anyway their eyes are usually bigger than their beaks (laughs) they they tend to go overboard when they're young and don't know their own uh, limitations at some point they learn over time yeah, this is too big for me. I can't, I can't deal with this. So speaking of learning, I've also heard, and I didn't, don't know if it's true, that hawks can be more um, in the they're, – they're more out to hunt in the morning and at dusk. Active, or is it maybe? More active in the morning and at dusk uh, versus in the middle of the day. I didn't know if that was true or not because I kind of see them wherever. Uh, is there any truth to that? Do they hunt more like – get up, it's time to go, or is it just throughout the day, whatever opportunity comes their way? Um, it probably depends to some extent on the type of hawk, but uh, it's probably some truth to that. They'll get up, you know, first thing in the morning. They don't waste time. They want to get find food. If they catch one meal that's big enough to feed them or their family the whole day, that's all they need to do. Catch one meal, they're done for the day, they rest. They can't afford to waste energy, so they're not going to fly around just randomly once they've caught that meal. Um, so I think that there's probably some truth to it. If they catch something early, they're done. They're taking a break the rest of the day. Okay. Um, so there is some truth to that. So that's well, chickens inter- do. 
chickens eat most at uh, like dawn and dusk. Mm -hmm. and the rest of the day, they casually graze. Okay. Now, is there also, I know we're speaking very general because every hawk, different types of hawks could be, you know, different. But um, I also remember hearing that I think in the s fall time is when it could increase because the juveniles are finally out also hunting. Can, can you, uh, when, is there a certain time of year that they might be more, uh, there might be what I call predator pressure, that there might yeah, be more pressure? You're right. There's several times. So one I would say is during late spring, early summer, when they're raising their very young babies, these baby hawks and baby owls eat huge quantities of food because they grow up from egg to full size in about eight weeks. You mm -hmm. can imagine. Wow. That. Eggs to full size in eight weeks. So if, if a wow. red-tailed hawk has three young in their nest, they're going to be catching a lot more food than they would during the rest of the year just to keep those, those mouths fed. So Late spring, early summer is a peak season when they're going to look for other food sources. This includes the owls. Somebody mentioned in the beginning, even the owls could be hunting during the middle of the day just because they're forced to. They got to mm -hmm. find extra food. They got all those babies to feed. And then um, late summer, early fall is when the adults kick all their babies out. They got to go find their own territory. No more free meals. <laughs> so that's when the youngsters who are inexperienced have no clue what they're doing at this point. They're going to try to go after anything, whether it's a little tiny field mouse or a full-grown chicken that they physically can't do much with yet. While well, they can injure it to some extent, but they're, they're just not experienced yet. Um, so they're going to go for unusual food until they learn their limitations. And then late fall in the winter, you have birds from the northern regions of the country moving into the Carolinas. They're going to be competing for the same food source that the, the local resident birds are using. And there's less food available because some of that food has migrated south. They're down in, you know, central South America, maybe. So there's less food available and more hawks looking for food. So there's definitely competition. So, unfortunately, Okay, wait a minute. So that, hold on. That, that's interesting. That I didn't is. know hawks also migrate. I just always kind of assume like geese and ducks and, and things like that. But even, you know, does every hawk migrate from the north or is it just certain Not species? Every, so, the smart ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on where they live. Like we have red-tailed hawks here in the Carolinas. They don't have to migrate. There's plenty of, you know, a reasonable amount of food left for them. But the birds up in Canada, the northeastern states, they're probably going to have to leave. There's not enough food there. There's snow cover. So they're wow. coming south. They're coming to our area to spend the winter here competing with our local birds. Uh, and some owl species migrate as well. Not our local species. Uh, but some owls migrate as well. They leave the northern regions, come south. And some birds actually just literally pass through here on their way south. Um, you might see them just for a month in September, and then they're gone again because they're passing through. So those could be some of the problem birds. They're not familiar with the territory. They're just cruising over overhead, and all of a sudden they see a flock of chickens and say, hey, I might stop by here and see if I can catch something. Yeah, that, that's interesting. So now we're going to be doing, and I've done this, I've done this once for chickens. I used to do this for a living, which was bird exclusion, which I absolutely love putting up some form of physical barrier to keep. In this case, it was pest birds like pigeons out. Um, I'm what? <laughs> Nothing. I have a she, pet pigeon. She took she took umbrage at <laughs> um, pig, pigeon being a pest. Sorry, my bad. Um, I just, I love doing it. And we're going to be going down to Alabama where uh, this particular customer's had a lot of her chickens lost due to hawks. Which is weird because she has geese. 
She does now. She got the guardian geese, and that still wasn't a foolproof, which we knew, mm -hmm. but she said it did help. Okay. Um, we're going to be putting in a full netting job, and I was going to default to my normal net, which is three-quarter by three-quarter. <sighs> And I thought, well, maybe we don't need to go that small because I'm not trying to keep pigeons and, you know, say sparrows out. We're trying to keep the larger hawks out. When I right. talked to our expert that makes, that sells the net, if you will, he, uh, I was saying we're going to go two by two. And mm -hmm. he said, no, you might want to go one eighth by one eighth. And I thought that was an interesting size why they threw in that extra eighth. But he mentioned a... Uh, it was a tiny hawk. Was it I a chicken hawk or what? Did no, he... it was smaller than a chicken Cooper's hawk. Cooper's hawk? No, smaller than that. So I wanted to ask you if it was you're... a s sparrowhawk. Is that no, a thing? No, it was. A... What? What is it? Is There's that a bird a called a sparrowhawk, but it's actually not a hawk. It's a falcon. It's called mm. an American kestrel, but it's tiny. Oh, it's that's what he was talking about. Cardinal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's so what that he was talking does not... about. Yeah, it's no danger to a chicken. What's a, what's a cardinal going to do on a chicken? Right. Okay. So that's what I wanted to ask is, I, huh, interesting. If if someone, if our viewers out there, our listeners right now are like, I'm going to put up a net and I want to keep out all the predatorial birds. Um, and let's say you know we're listening in the United States. I know there's going to be different species, but what size barrier, what size opening would you want for that for that netting, if you will? question i mean uh you know the birds you most have to worry about would be something like a cooper's hawk they mm -hmm. live on birds um cooper's hawk and up that size up a two by two inch square would let them get their head in there but nothing else they couldn't squeeze through there right. so one eight by one i would go a little smaller than two by two just to be safe yeah cool and that's exactly what he said and i said okay that makes sense because we didn't want to go i mean three quarter by three quarter will work but that might be more net than we actually need. And right, plus, yeah. it's going to be heavier. We're going to be spanning a large opening. And, you might have that visual. I mean, it might be. Yeah, and we're pushing the limits. Like, this is going to be an unbelievable job when it's all said and done. And I just, I, when he mentioned, a, I wish we could really remember that species well, of wait, hawk. It, it, was said, this, it was yeah. the sparrow well, hawk, which is a Okay, now let's hold on. <laughs> but then. I have a better let memory me, than no, you do. Let me explain, show off. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he say, wait a minute, you got this particular hawk that could attack chickens, so you're going to want to go down to one by one. But that's the but netting Matthias guy. But Matthias just said, okay, well, maybe. said, no, no, he no, it's the size net. of a cardinal. He sells net and you fell for it. I don't think it was a, is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, he's selling I don't think, the net. I don't think it was sparrowhawk. So, so maybe, a, like, a, if a, well, I guess what Matthias is saying is that if a hawk can get through that size, it's not going to be able to do any harm to your chickens. Right. So that's, so I, maybe it's just regardless of just what? its head oh that... and the uh, the bird netting guy wouldn't know that right. he just knows that there's a tiny hawk out there that could get in there matthias just mentioned cooper's hawk and i see here that cooper's hawk is about 15 inches long with a wingspan of 29 inches so speaking of yeah. wingspan and here's where i, I definitely want to yeah, get, into, get into that. you know we that's on my list again always talking about what can we do you know we want the magic solution for everything and another thing that i've seen people do it's not a guarantee but it makes sense to me, going back to my bug days where we used to try to keep galls out of parking lots, we would make like this giant spider web, we call them guide wires from light to light to light. And in theory, what I need to know, Matthias, is is this really going to work? Is it is in theory at least true that when a predatorial bird comes in, they start to soar, they're spreading their wings out, coming in, oh, that looks good. But if they clip their wings, it, it's a deterrent, so they fly off. Is that true? I mean, certainly if they can see it, they will try to avoid it. You know, if, if your string is really thin, 
it's hard to say, but also um, when they're coming in, they're not going to be soaring. They might be soaring way up high looking mm -hmm. initially. They're dive bombing they're like this? In, they're diving and they're folding their wings in, mm. making them much smaller in diameter than with a, you know, a red-tailed mm. hawk has a up to five-foot wingspan. When he's folded down, it's going to be about a foot wide at most. So, Interesting. Ah, uh, you'd have to either put the netting, you know, the, the wires much closer together. I don't know. I, I, unfortunately, we don't get the feedback from you know the calls that we take. We don't get much feedback later on saying, yeah, this worked or this doesn't work. So I'd love to hear you know, things that have worked for certain people so we can pass on these ideas to yeah, others. Absolutely. Yeah, so everyone can live happily. That's right. Yeah. And two things I wanted to, well, one I wanted to mention and one I wanted to ask. One is that it is illegal to shoot mm -hmm. any kind of raptor. So all these people, I just, you know. Any type of raptor or any type of. Predatorial bird. We were always taught any bird that is a migratorial bird is federally protected. And that was one of the reasons why I thought it was interesting that he said that even some of these raptors will migrate. I was like, okay, if they're officially migrating, that might be why they're protected. Or is there, can you, can you expand on that? Yeah. Can you speak to that? Yeah. Yep. Educate us. So we're, we don't get ourselves in trouble. Right. So actually every native species of bird is considered migratory in this context. So every bird from a robin to a hummingbird to a raptor to a goose to you name it is, is protected by those same laws. The exceptions are the non-native species, which there's only a few, like European starlings. It's an invasive bird. Those are not protected. So legally, you could do away with them. And you're not e English house barrel, <laughs> I hope. Probably. Did yes, a lot of them. Yes. Yeah, they come from England. They're actually There's, a finch. Um, but wait a minute. So all native birds to North yep. America are federally protected. Well, we have a hunting season for some of those, don't we? Right. So you'd have to have a permit. You know, there's crow okay. season. Okay. There's obviously there's waterfowl seasons. There's different right. seasons for different things. You'd have to have a permit and have to hunt them within okay. season. Okay. That's probably why. Area. But yeah. outside of those seasons, all birds are protected. Okay. So, so yeah, unfortunately, that's you know the easy answer. The answer is easy answer is not to remove the bird, unfortunately. Right. Because right. you have to have a permit to do that legally to catch them alive and remove them. It doesn't really fix your problem because you could move a bird 100 miles. He can be back <laughs> in two days. He knows exactly where you are. Right. Yeah. He and there's always another it. bird. There's right. always another bird. So you're yeah. just emptying a territory and somebody else is looking and say, oh, there's nobody living here. And there's a buffet <laughs> waiting for me. So um, there are no easy answers, unfortunately. But uh, um, And I, I was interested to hear about the geese that you mentioned, that somebody has geese that helps them mm -hmm. keep um, keep raptors away. I've, I've heard, we've heard through the grapevine about you know, everything from guinea fowl and peacocks mm -hmm. to even guard dogs, like mm -hmm. Great Pyrenees being yep. around. Is that true? Can you enlighten me on what works? So, yes, nothing's guaranteed. And with the right training and or the choice of animal, in this case, if it was a guardian goose, that you're, I guess, taking advantage of their instincts to protect the flock. Um, there's more to it. You know, one of the ones that I always thought was fascinating when it comes to a guardian goose is you got to keep it just that. If you want a animal to protect your chickens, like a goose, you don't want more than one or they're going to care less. But if that goose is by themselves, it, it, it's part of that flock and will do 
supposedly a good job protecting chickens, but definitely is not guaranteed, was not guaranteed, unfortunately, in this case. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely livestock dogs like the Pyrenees. Yes. Um, yeah. I've heard a lot of great mm -hmm. things about that. But I not everybody has, I mean, it's if you have a farm, yes, but we're, a lot of our our customers have just, you know, they have a house dog that might be good, but might not live outside with the chickens all day, yeah. you know. Um, I have noticed that having a dog does, I think, have some sort of protection. No. I mean, if you have a dog in the yard, I think a hawk would be less likely to go in that I immediate so. area because yeah. there's a large animal there. Right. Yeah, a lot just of like a person, if there's a person standing there, it's, it's, it's not impossible, but it's less likely. And that's what we're trying to do is mitigate the risk. Right. I also think having um, a lot of vegetation and things where chickens can hide, mm -hmm. if they see the right. hawk coming, they hear it. They, I've noticed uh, that they, they absolutely have great instincts, mm -hmm. and a lot of times I just let the chickens do what they're naturally inclined to do, and that's take shelter. So I like to have a lot of vegetation, low vegetation. Uh, they can dive under the porch, the deck. In back in the coop. Yeah. Well, so and I mean, it's not foolproof. I've had right. a hawk come in the coop too in so the run. What I was going to ask Matthias is is what else can people do? Okay. Obviously, you said you know in the beginning, oh. don't make it easy for them. Okay. Good. That makes sense. Are there other things? You know, I mentioned the guide wire as an example. I, I heard the shiny. So they said oh, like yeah. a flash of light, like if you hang CDs. Um, this is another one of those like moving the owl, the fake owl type of thing. It's the the flash of light or this if you hang like c CDs all or over reflective ribbons. Yes, that 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 deters. Is there any truth to? I don't know. I've not, have not heard about the CDs in this context before. Uh, we've always thought about um, if you see a bird hanging around a favorite perch, remove that perch. You know, if they're always mm -hmm. perching on one tree limb, and you can live without that tree limb take that tree them out or if there's right. a light post in your in your yard uh you know one of those 30 foot utility poles and that's right. where they sit make it uncomfortable to sit on top of it mm -hmm. um, that's a good we've point. thought about um for nighttime especially is installing spotlights that shine up that basically blind the predator you can mm. make them motion sensitive for instance to make mm. it a little more again make it more difficult that's interesting um Let's see. What else was so, that? Uh, so let me ask this then. What are what are predator? What are raptors scared of? Larger predators. Mm -hmm. Really, that's, that's it. They're... they're the top predator. Yeah. You know, so if you have a red-tailed hawk, there's really nothing else that would scare him except maybe a great horned owl, about the same size bird that could take it. Which would you know, still be at a... night by surprise. So not so even not like. A... Dogs or foxes or coyotes would go, or the 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 raptors are just too agile for them. Yeah, I mean they're gonna try to stay away from each other. They're they're avoiding each other because they're not they don't want the conflict that okay. could result in injury, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, also, can you talk about vultures? Because people, you know, you often see vultures flying overhead, and. Yeah. You know, people get they will will say that like they've gone after their baby chicks and things like that. So, can you talk about vultures yeah, because no. we know that they are carrion birds, right? They like dead right. things. Right. They prefer dead things. They're nature's cleanup crew. Um, <laughs> personally, I've never heard of vultures in the context of chicken coops. Uh, we okay. hear them from farmers talking about going after the afterbirth around you okay. know, the farm, and possibly even <laughs> um, young cows. But that's pretty extreme. 
um, they, they prefer something easy to eat, which is already dead. Right. Um, which is why you see them along the roadside so much. So I, I don't see vultures being interested in chicken coops okay. really at yeah. all. I don't either, but I think people just see a large bird yeah. Yeah. flying around and they get nervous. And right. And it's, you know, it's what they do when they're, they take advantage of air currents called thermals when they're, they're trying to save energy when they're going from place A to place, a to place B. Mm. And they tend to be in groups, whereas most of these other birds we've been talking about are single hunters, one hawk and one owl. Vultures tend to be in large groups, which is a little more intimidating seeing 10 or 15 of them circling over your farm. I can, I can see yes. their point, but... They're looking for something dead to eat. They're not interested in, you know, dogs, cats, chickens, anything like that. Is there a way that you can identify, besides that, that they travel in groups, is there any other way to identify whether what's above your chicken yard is a hawk versus a vulture? Um, so the vultures in our area, well, there's really just two kinds of vultures in most of the North America, which is the black vulture and the turkey vulture. Mm -hmm. um, so if you see a bird that it's mostly dark underneath, that would more likely be a, a vulture or a bald eagle. If you're in, you know, along here or a golden eagle out west, most hawks are white or cream tan underneath. So if you mm -hmm. see a bird soaring, you look up and it's tannish in color. It's going to be a hawk, not a vulture. But if it's dark, dark brown or almost black, could be a crow or a raven, but it could, most likely it's a vulture if it's right. just okay. gliding so, along, not flapping. So let me ask you this thing. Here's another thing that I have had people mention that I read and hear two different things. One, to start off, what is the difference between a hawk and an eagle? I mean, it's mostly size. They're very similar by design. They, they go after similar foods, but looking at them, Physically, they look very similar. An eagle would just be a larger version of a hawk, so to speak. Would it There's be some true? Slight differences. Would right? it be okay? Then would it be true to say that eagles tend to be more like fishermen? That they really prefer the fish, and if so, then a lot of people are like, "Well, I got all these eagles around here." I'm not saying an eagle may not pick off an easy picking of chicken. But I just always wondered, is it less likely to have an eagle attack on your chicken flock versus a hawk attack? Oh, yeah, I would say much, much more, uh, much less likely. Okay, why, why is area, that? Okay. Well, eagles, you're right, they typically are fish eaters, although they can adapt to whatever is found in the area. So there are places out west where there aren't no fish, and bald eagles still live there. They've adapted to hunting something else. But in our area here in the Carolinas, they're going to be near water looking for fish, maybe mm. not exclusively, but almost exclusively. Mm. So I've never heard of a, an eagle going after chickens either, just like vultures. Okay, good. Okay. See, I thought there was some truth mm. to that. What about falcons? I mean, falcons are, and what's the falcons difference between like a falcon, they're like a the difference between a falcon and a hawk, for instance. Right. So they're, they're adapted for different lifestyle. Falcons are made for much faster flight because they're mm -hmm. chasing after things like birds. So most falcons, the larger falcons, uh, go after birds. Fortunately for the Carolinas, fortunately, unfortunately, it depends on how you look at it, there are very <laughs> few large falcons in the Carolinas. Mm -hmm. There's only one that's native, that's the peregrine falcon, and you can probably count their nest sites in the state on two hands. Mm. So there's very few peregrines, and they're not even as big as a red-tailed hawk. So they could go after chickens potentially, but again, the chance of them one being around here is so rare. Right. I wouldn't worry about it. The smaller falcons we already talked about, a little kestrel, literally, you know, 
10 inches long, not going to go after it. Is there a lot of falcons in Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole bunch, you know, congregated in this one area. Um, <laughs> Dirty birds. Um, so, guys, if you're just joining us today, yes, we are live. It's September 15th. It yes, is. it was. We have Matthias, who is a Carolina, he's from the Carolina Raptor Center. He is a biologist, which I think is awesome because then they're really so... smart. They're very scientific. They really base their answers on evidence not an opinion usually so that's one of the reasons why i love when people say you know a biologist they go in and they study they really want to know the truth um and you've been doing this for 40 years at a real rehabilitation center um what got you into rehabilitating falcons hawks predatorial birds I was a student, a freshman in college, and Carolina Raptor Center was started at the, co- at the campus of UNC Charlotte. And I got my first look at a live hawk and live owl because they had birds on display that could not be released. That's part of our education program. We save some birds for captive life so we can show people up and close what they look like to learn to appreciate them. I know you're looking at them as the enemy. Sure, sure. Um, I'd like to think that we can coexist. Yes. So I like to make people appreciate what they're looking at. Again, learning about them. You know, what is it? How does it, what does it do? How does it, what does it right. eat? That's okay. my first glimpse. And that guy got hooked. Talent, you could say, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> no, so you just Maybe. mentioned, and that's exactly it. Yes, I know a lot of people look at hawks when you have chickens as the enemy, but the reason why we do this show is to educate, and I am a big believer in coexisting. I'm a big mm-hmm. believer in just take some time, understand what's really going on, and quite frankly, it seems like more times than not, us humans screw it up it's our fault why we're having problems and again and i'm glad you mentioned that because that's why we want to do this show this is why we like to bring the experts on so that hopefully viewers listeners are listening to it and going oh okay you know i'm gonna go plant some bushes today then instead of going to shoot that hawk or whatever because they serve a purpose just like snakes yeah you know they serve a purpose um ingrid i wasn't sure um I haven't had a chance to go through the questions or comments. If there's any questions or comments directly. I have a question. Oh, oh, so that is Nan, just so you know that everyone hears Hi. right there. She is the boss. Go ahead, Nan. Well, I hear a homeschool field trip opportunity here because I am also um, a fan of the look of raptors. I like their pants. <laughs> um so I was just wondering, I know he said that there are there are some birds on, I hate to say on display, um, but for learning purposes and where we could potentially go to do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Is that possible? Yeah. It is. So yes, we come to schools with our birds, but we also have a nature trail on site. So if you go to our website, carolinaraptorcenter.org, you can find out both opportunities. But we're open right now, still seven days a week to the public. Uh, you could come out walk our trail there is an admission fee this is how we make money part of our way we make money uh, and you can see about 30 different species of raptors and some other non-traditional birds you wouldn't consider them raptors um, for instance we have a red-legged siriyama we're just trying to branch out a little bit show people variety uh, but we have a condor on display if you've never seen a condor that's a huge bird yeah so you can learn see them up relatively up close talk to our staff, uh, our volunteers that are roaming the trail, have some real cool experiences while you're here. Uh, just go to the website and find out the hours. Um, and also if you happen to find an injured bird, that's a good way to get started. 
Okay. Oh, that's a great question. I was kind of wondering that myself because I wish I would have had this when I was younger because I am just such a huge fan of when I'll never forget seeing my first bald eagle. And it's just amazing, especially their eyes. There is something. I mean, yeah, it's just absolutely incredible to see them up close. They are very visual creatures. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, so Ingrid, uh, I see you've been monitoring some questions. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking. People are mostly commenting on. Um, so Laura said that she did the CDs things and it didn't keep the birds out of her tomatoes. So, um, and I think with all these things that are like tricks, you there's a risk. There's a risk it may not work. And some people will swear it works, like the black chickens or something like that. But you're still taking a risk because it's yeah. not tried and true. Yeah, it's just, I think it's just about mitigating the risk mm-hmm. because unless they're, your chickens are enclosed, they're at risk and it's just your risk tolerance. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. What is the difference between a hawk and a buzzard? I mean, what what is, isn't a buzzard a type of vulture or yeah, is there yeah, a difference so. there? A buzzard is a vulture, yes. Right. Okay, so the there is no difference words. there, just different word. Okay. Okay. Good uh, good question. Okay. Yeah, this is our opportunity to get our facts straight. So yep, we can actually terminology. when we go to talk it makes it sound like we know what we're talking about. So <laughs> cool. All right. I didn't know I just I didn't know if a buzzard would be something different. Um so, so I feel like we talked a lot about the climate and how they and, and you know how they move and stuff like that. But I'm curious, is there anything geographical? that aerial predators stay away from, right? Like dense areas, maybe shadowy areas, mountains, anything like that, or they just kind of go wherever they have food? Suburban um, areas. Food, no. You'd be surprised how many raptors live in suburban and mm-hmm. almost urban areas. There are red-tailed hawks nesting along the inner loop on in Charlotte and hunting along I-277. So they're very adaptable. But the habitat really depends on the species as far as what they're staying away no, they're 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 gonna find a way if they can. The traditional habitat model doesn't always work because we're changing habitat so much that they have to adapt, or they're gonna die out, right? right. So or move on. So, you know, any spot, whether you live in downtown Charlotte or in a rural Union County next door, there are raptors around. So you, there's not a safe spot, so to speak, no. in terms of how to keep your chickens from. I had a, we had hawks that nested in the um, tree across the street and live in, in the city of Raleigh, but it's pretty suburban. So I said, this is, I'm from New York. So I said, this is like raising a family across from the deli. Like (laughs) like they just, they had full, they had two, two, um, two eggs, two, two birds that they raised and they were right across the street. And, you know, I kept my chickens under you know under fencing mm-hmm. so they were under the netting during that whole time and then um i actually saw one of the fledglings like fall literally fall from the sky <laughs> it was at the guy's house across the street and we're i'm talking to him and i just see in the corner of my eye i just see this large bird just plummet and it's like it's unbelievable it's like she was the mom was like all right you're on your own now and just <laughs> he just mm-hmm. and they really don't and it was weird because it was like upside down it was kind of like free falling yeah it was basically free falling and i was so worried and i have a friend who um is a wildlife rehabber and i just was like is the bird okay she's like yes i said we we made her come look when he said no it's fine that's what they do they're fine Mm -hmm. so 
Mateus, thank you so much for that, what you're doing out there. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Uh, please take the opportunity. One thing I want to do for all of our guests, we're taking the time uh, to sit here and answer all our questions. Uh, let us know what shirt size you are. Let Ingrid know if you wouldn't mind sporting a Carolina Coop shirt. It's the least we can do to sure. say thank you so much for being yeah. here. Thank you Thanks for all for your... Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank yes. you. Appreciate it. You Thank you it. for the knowledge. Yes, too. yes. Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I get you back here. So I learned a lot more than I thought I was going yeah. to, to be honest yeah, with you. And again, it just goes to show the value that even someone that may not be a chicken expert, but if they're an expert on the thing that we have to learn about so we can do the right thing, uh, that was just such a great opportunity like to do just that. What do you mean? No, I'm good. What is that? I like that. It's a little raptor. It's cute. Isn't it cute? Because of the legs, you know it's a raptor. And it's, it's wearing a necklace. And it's a predatory. So <laughs> um, I wanted to make sure I answered Laura's question. She even asked twice. She's like, make sure you answer what's up there. Absolutely, 100%. We are videoing. We are going to video every step of the way. I'm going to take this opportunity. We're probably going to lose money on this job because I want to capture and show you guys. You guys are killing me. <laughs> I know, dude. It's been a long week. You wouldn't believe what goes on to try to make sure keep the prices down. Anyways, yes, we're going to video and document the installation of the bird netting job 100% because we're it's we're going to do it professionally. And the, what I mean by that is there's going to be certain things we're going to talk about why we chose what we chose and how we're going to put it in, how we're going to install it, the things you got to think about. Because, like, number one, anytime you're putting in bird netting, the most common mistake I see is they choose the wrong color. You would think that mm -hmm. getting white is gonna be less visible, it's actually most visible because yep. it's reflecting the light, it's black. You actually wanna use a black net and it absorbs the light just like the screen on your windows, just like the hardware yep. cloth on our chicken coop it is almost see-through. I've always said, you know you did a good job when you can't see the net from a certain distance. Now, one of the tricks to make sure that you don't see it as easily is also what makes sure that if you do see it, it looks really good is you have got to make sure that net is tight. And I'm talking tight like a guitar string. Mm. This job coming up, what's going to make it unique is typically when you're installing this bird net job, like you're, say you're walking in the Costco, if you just look up, I guarantee it's netted off. That's what I'm talking about. But in that case, you've got all that solid structure to anchor your wire to. We don't have that. And this is what's going to make this tricky. And I think... The ideas that we have are going to solve a lot of problems, make it real easy for people that want to DIY it, or of course, give us a call because I want to have a whole nother department, a whole nother travel crew. That's all they do. They're the experts to show up on site and actually build you a beautiful aviary to keep these predatorial birds out. I think that sounds great. Thanks, Kristen. Good job. All right. Uh, so it is already so, 1 o'clock. We broke 100. Thank you so much. We are live September 15th, 2023. We just got done talking about raptors and predatorial birds. What is one of the things that you learned? In I that? was just about to ask that. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I am learned... just happy to confirm that eagles are most known for catching fish. Yeah. That is something that yeah. I've always thought, always been told. And, of course, yeah, like he said, out west, they're going to adapt. But, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I got eagles. It's like, well, then you're good. Don't worry about well, it. Well, I wouldn't say that you're good. It's not that they're just, that's not their first. Yeah. It's not their first choice. I didn't, I didn't know about the seasonal aspect of yeah. the feeding. The seasonal thing was really interesting. Yeah. And the one thing that, that, because uh, I have just wire on part of oh. my enclosure was that, that 
when they swoop yeah. and they oh. soar that they actually tighten up their body. So yeah. and that makes sense. Yeah. I also thought it was fascinating that all Native American birds, North American birds, are protected. Yeah. And are considered migratorial, I think he said. Yeah. Yes. I think raptors specifically have extra protection. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you, you, you can't just go and killing that- them. Yeah, with that being said, I like the solution where he was like, you know, if they're always going to one branch, just take that branch away. That was it, or make it so they don't want to perch on there because yeah. you don't want to like start that. hacking away tree branches or whatever. Right. That is interesting. Yeah, you could put bird spike up there. Anything. I bet you they won't like that. You can yeah. put some hot track, hot foot. There's all kinds of interesting things you could put on there. How about the Batman summons light? <laughs> um, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, the light. What are, what are Shining raptors the afraid of? Batman. <laughs> I don't get it. Is that supposed to be a joke? The light that you shine up into the sky. Right. Well, he said that. Okay. That's what I wasn't sure. So, Laura, yes, we will be filming the bird netting job, and I think you guys are going to love it. Speaking of filming, um, so happy. It's it's We're getting very consistent with the social media again. Also getting very consistent with getting videos, long-format videos. Yeah. We had a long-format video go out last Saturday, right? I think it was Saturday. We're trying to ladders, ladders versus ramps. I liked that one. Yeah, Yeah. what did you think about it? I thought that was great. Why? I especially like the intro. I thought that was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was very full of it. Did you really watch it? What was informative about it? Just, I mean, it was well showcased the differences. Yeah, Paul did a good job. I told him he did a really good yes, job on that. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we, we are trying to learn how to not only give you guys really good content, things to watch, but also make it look good. Yeah, the different I, shots. I, I was it. quite impressed yeah. how good that shot looked when we were inside a paint booth of yeah. all places. It's nice to mm-hmm. see the paint booth. Yeah, if you guys have ideas out there, things you want us to get on video in long format form or even social media, short form, and all those reels and stories, yeah. definitely don't be scared. Let us know. Uh, what video? does he have coming out this week so we were talking about it get ready for another coop tour there's going to be another coop tour video the second Ooh. one so i don't want to release too much though okay okay i like are, that you're yeah, learning yeah, yeah wait a minute second one is that the replica custom coop we went to muskrat <laughs> sweet i'm looking forward to that one I waited a lot. If it's what I think it is, I waited a long time to finally go out and see that coop, and she just did such an amazing job with all the decorations. That's the one. That, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's gonna be cool. I think I was on my A game that day. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you didn't have anything to get off your chest that day. You're always on your A. Yeah. Okay. I tell you, yeah, I've been on my A game this week. I'll tell you that. All right. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Questions, comments. If you guys have questions or comments, anything at all, let us know. Don't forget to check out the website. We have got. Did that chicken crap again? Yeah, what but did... I, I, yeah, the smell just got to you. I already cleaned it up. Oh god! Check out all the merch. Check out all the t-shirts. Yep, a lot of good stuff on the website. Um, not here to make money off of that. God, that that stinks. Not here to make money off the t-shirts. Uh, we take the profits and use them for a good cause. George has a question. Any progress on the nesting? St- the nesting material, the nesting hemp stuff that you Great introduced question. a while back. It's en route. It's going to be here any minute. Oh, don't say that. I have a list of people. 600 pounds. <laughs> you know what? Thank you for that question. Thank you for whoever brought it up. Uh, you said Georgia. George, thank you. Um, we got to figure out what we're going to do. He, and I need your guys' help, as always. 
I got 600 pounds of nesting material. Yeah, well, I have like 50 Whoa. emails of people that are willing Perfect. to be guinea Thank pigs. You. Thank okay. you. I, need, I want guinea pigs. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure how we're I – don't, I don't know what we're going to do. We're figuring out as we go. I don't know what 600 pounds of this nesting material looks Sounds like. Sounds like a lot because it doesn't weigh that much. Yeah, and it's really, really compressed. Okay. And what we got to figure out is well, we got to get out in the hands of our, our, our customers. Let us know what you think about it. But how are we going to get it out there? Are we going to send it out in compressed bags? Are we going to go get the, the – this? look at it again. What's this chicken doing? Okay. Uh, are we going to vacuum seal it? Are we going to send it off in, like, compressed bags per nest? Oh, it is 12 by 12. <laughs> I, got I think it. you would I got be it. able – like, if you got – if, if we can somehow get – Hold on. Did you see that? I think, yeah, I think so. Did you see what I saw? Yeah. Is she Okay. I'll, I'll check her out. Was that what I think I saw? I think there was a little worm in her poo. A little? That thing was wiggling like crazy. That's not good. Yeah. Does she need some diatomaceous earth? I am going to get her some. I'm glad we were sitting here watching her poo. This is what I just witnessed. You have it, some right behind you there. Within arm's distance. Oh, my gosh. You poor thing. Okay. Um, yeah. So if you are interested in trying out some new nesting material, Email Ingrid at no, Carolina. No, 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 so they already, they <laughs> no. So wait, wait, wait. They already oh. did. All right. I already got everybody in a Anybody folder. else. I want my guinea pigs. But listen, so I, what I was going to say was that we could take like enough for like three nest boxes, for instance, and, and try to divvy that out and compress it. And then maybe people just pay for the shipping or something like that. I need to know. I need, yeah, I need to know what people think. So what if they only have one nest box? Should we do it in thirds? Should we do it in fourths? Well, you you would have one nest box, but you might want extra for when it gets kicked out or something like that. Like I have it in one nest box. Mitch likes it. She's molting. She likes it. Maybe we post on social for any local people to come by. She's got like a tickler hanging now. (laughs) That's what happens to me when I have worms. Really? Yeah. Don't make Poor. it weird. Poor Joy. Girl. Yeah. Joy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Coop Tour. We got a great video. Now, it's coming out Saturday or Sunday? Um, Saturday at noon, right? Mm, it's supposed to. Saturday at 1? Yeah, but this one's really special. So Really? Oh, I didn't know it's really special. Yeah, well, look at this. So. Darshell got to see your Coop at Jenny Mars's place. Jenny and Dave Mars's The Welcome Inn. Oh, I... Man, Whoa. tell us what you thought of it. She said it's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Okay. I didn't read it that much. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, and that whole property is amazing. It looks like a museum there. It's just absolutely gorgeous. I love the landscaping they did. Um, yeah, we had to go back out there and do a follow-up when they when it got cold for their... Are she you, are you embarrassed now? She doesn't want to go back I, in there. Yeah, I'm getting worried now. I got to get her home. I got to leave early today to take care of my chicken. Might have to do a little deworming. Got to stop by Wegmans. <laughs> Uh, Qu- Laura has another question. This is the one that she's been talking about. Will you be a vendor at the PNW Homesteaders Conference? I think that's next year. Well, right? we have expand. What do you mean by come on expand? I mean we're in the we're in the Pacific Northwest right now. Right, but you this would be like you would be there for a week. No, I know, but I literally have a crew in the Pacific Northwest right now, and I mean. The vendor for what? The the chicken the coops or the conference? The home See the okay conference. the conference. Send Laura. Send us the information. Let's take a look I at it. I think she did send it. To the me. word okay. conference Let's scares me because conference means like it means it's all serious and stuff. It means oh, come on, and talking. Man. reading. Ugh. Haven't you been to a conference? I don't think so. Um, maybe We've a parent teacher conference. Let, let, let's go. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, if she's already sent it. Yeah, I mean, I'm always game. Absolutely. Always game to do things like that. Okay. Uh, moving on. All right, now I'm smelling it, too. It smells so bad over <laughs> here. I, I don't even know where to begin. So Sparky wants to know any progress in the new shirt. Because he wants his shirt. That's the one he wants. I love that. That's the one he wants. Cluck around we'll and find out. Cluck around and I'm find out. I'm not in out. charge of the shirts. No. Um, we have an it's apparel in, specialist. Now. We do. Technically two of them now, I guess. It's The artwork is underway. Yeah, you have to do the artwork, right? I don't. No, I oh. just delegate now. I don't do anything anymore. Who's doing the artwork? Danielle. Oh. Oh, yeah. She already immediately, even her husband's like, oh, send me a sense. picture of her initial drawing after pitching her the idea. Yeah. Like 60 seconds later, he goes, boy, she never moves this fast for me. <laughs> she must have been excited and inspired. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, that's uh, absolutely. It, it's a really cool picture. She just doodled. I mean, she's the one that created the uh, YouTube chicken police, and it was kind of another chicken like that, and maybe a little bit more detail would that look like. You know, like maybe the rock, if the rock and the chicken mixed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about, the wrestler? Yeah. Yes. I have like we 10 have. of those shirts. I'm going to wear one every day. <laughs> uh, but so, if you guys have an idea of something different, I mean, we, that's a tough one. Cluck around and find out. What do you put on a shirt for an image? Well, I think that, I think that nails it. I yeah. think so, too. But maybe there's some other ideas we haven't thought about. Okay. Well, drop it in the comments. Um, Elizabeth is asking, would a scarecrow or a scare hawk work? Um, what's this? Wait, what's a scare hawk? It's just a. It's like a scarecrow for a hawk. Oh, and I, and I meant to go into more of those details, well, but I can tell you, I think a biologist. It's like a bug guy. You get annoyed by those questions well, because and he he was trying to get ideas from us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but hold on, when you're a bug guy, people are like, I heard mint really works well. You're like, oh god, yeah, it works really good. No, this is the same thing as moving chickens around. Yeah, and I mean, I don't fake think there's anything like that. that you can put out as a repellent. That is not real. That's gonna work on. Hawks. What about those air things? You know those. Have you seen that no. in social media? The big blow up. You have an air thing. And oh, a tunnel. Like, oh. And they look like people, and they're like bending over. The kinds of friend of like that to try to yeah. get you into the car why, dealership. Yeah, why, the car lot. Exactly. Things. Why didn't we ask him about that, Kristen? <laughs> I That's just, a legit question. It. I think that would scare my chickens, though. They <laughs> scare me, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, like my chickens, like I, all I do is like move a bag of feed and they all freak out. No, just, like, those, those things, it's like. It's no, like I know what you mean. They, they freak me out. I was like, oh, now he's down. Oh, now he's up. Oh, like if I move quick down. in the yard, they uh, they all freak yeah. out sometimes. And I'm like, I've been here for an hour. It's like what Matt was saying with the fans. Remember people were saying, oh, you got to keep stuff away with the fans. And the fans were scaring the chickens because it's like an aerial predator. It's just a big. Things yeah. coming at them. Just, just build a decoy coop. They just don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is interesting. I'm wondering if anybody out there, if you've had any success, well, what do you call those things? Blow up dude? The blow dude? <laughs> <laughs> the wiggly man. If you guys could see the Ingrid right now. No, hold on. No, 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 no. You, no. you I, did I, your raptor I'm imitation not, I earlier. I, I, I'm trying to do what I can for the show to keep it somewhat entertaining. <laughs> what well, we just witnessed Ingrid do. <laughs> I was imitating the blow-up guy. Um, uh, what was I going to say now? Now, I, now you got me. I know. I, yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. Um. Now I'm, I'm at a loss. Can you do dog shirts with chicken police? Oh, I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, yeah, Gene, you'll have to expand on that question. I'm not sure what you mean by that. No, not serious. It's fun. Many. What? 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 Oh, this. Oh, oh she wants. Yeah. She wants the. She wants you to make a shirt for a dog that says chicken. No, boys. I'm talking. Oh, the previous. Person. No, no, no. Laura, the conference. She says, no, it's not going to be. Yeah, because conference is a scary word. It's like going to school. She says, no, it's not serious. It's fun. Many well-known faces will be there, like Joe. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. That's oh, if Joe Salt is going to be there. I'm there, dude. That yeah. guy is the man. Um, I don't know the Amish builder. Uh, you said you I build watched an Amish builder build a shed in two days. You could build a coop. Build a coop on site? Yeah, it's for people into homesteading to go to one place and look at all the vendors and all the new stuff coming out. And Maybe we it, should do what we're doing with the whole the horse venture. We're gonna, we, maybe we go visit first. It's like Vegas. Sometimes you just don't jump in right away. Sometimes you go, you go once visit and never again. Tipito. Yeah. <laughs> No, maybe we'll, we'll go visit. Maybe that's what we'll do. Um. Okay. What is going on for next week? Are you here? Are you gone? We're running out of time. I'm here. You guys can do the show. Are you with... gone? I think he's going to be going to it's getting, Alabama. It's getting my fall is Isn't here. It? Oh God, it was cold this morning. Oof. Oh, I loved it. Oh, yeah. whatever. I don't know if he was hinting, but my neighbor texted me and said. Oh, it's good weather for yard work. <laughs> Is that a subtle uh, yeah. dig? <laughs> that, that's from the retired guy, by the way, oh, not God. the homesteader. Oh, that's funny. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I wish, but I'm going to work. Someone's got to. <laughs> that's funny. Sounds like you got some yard work to do. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I have uh, a few mulch piles. Yard work, replanting grass, digging up used oil. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Um mm -hmm. Anyways, so next week, I, I don't know. Non will know more. We do got a lot of field trips coming up. We got to get to Alabama. I'm just waiting for it to cool down a little bit. Everything is here. Oh, my gosh. Except for the posts. You guys oh, are yes. going to Alabama next week. No, hold on. We got to go get all the posts for the bird job. Right. But the, the fencing material, wait till you see this stuff, Ingrid. Can we bring it in? Is that too big to bring in and show everyone? It is so much nicer than I thought it was going to be because we have to take her existing gates, okay, which are really, really nice. They're custom-made gates. And what's happening right now is when she walks into her chicken yard, the netting is all the way down to a gate that's like maybe this high. I mean, so you got to duck underneath this yeah, net. No good. No good at all. So we're going to add to her gates with – I got the roller. We're custom rolling the top bar and some two vertical bars, but we're going to attach, not nettings, I didn't think that was going to look good, Yeah. actual fencing material that's one by one, 12-gauge PVC coated. It's pretty rigid. It's some sweet. I think I could stand on it. Dude, it yeah. is gorgeous. We have, I'm sorry, I just tried She's to not the impressed. No, I'm She's getting, I'm looking at the see it. I see it. I'm, I'm distracted. So Bridget has a shirt idea behind every chicken is a crazy chicken lady. That is good. Mm. I like ch uh, Kristen's chicken pusher, but that's very specific to Kristen. <laughs> no, you know, and don't forget about that. Yeah, the chicken pusher. That was funny. That reminds me. Oh, here, I, uh, Eric's right. I, uh, bring, oh, bring it on in. Bring it check. I, this is going to turn into a nightmare. Oh, you guys got a little sneak oh, peek. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this stuff is amazing. I don't know. This is like hardware cloth on steroids. Dude, on steroids. This is like ultimate warrior <laughs> will, on will steroids. Will it make the corner? Probably, um, probably not. Oh my! So what are you? So wow! How, 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 how you doing? Thank you. Wow! <laughs> you look at so that. did that on purpose. 
Where did you get that? Because <laughs> we have immunity during uh, the show. We uh, can't be fired. This is available at carolinacoops.com. Okay. Yeah, we, we so got, I can take it home then? We got, we got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot of it. You guys might not be able to see it. Um, with the green screen on that, you're messing with oh, what happened. With the, don't mess with the lights. Yeah, you can't see it. Well, you can. You can get an idea of it. It's it's like hardware cloth. So here's where everything bigger. just falls apart. Now we got lights falling, lights turning off. Okay. What's the opening on that, man? One by one. One by one. And I'm telling you right now, that's way bigger than 12 gauge. But this is what yeah. we ordered. Maybe it was a mistake. All I know is yeah, that's not that's not movable. How do you cut that? That's secret. Speaking of cutting. Video. Speaking of cutting, make sure we do that today. We're going to be coming out with, a, I guess, a TikTok video um, and a regular video showing how we – different ways to cut screen. Yep. Oh, good. Um, to cut this, you're you're actually not going to Weld. cut it. You're going to grind it. You're going to have to grind away. You're not going to do, like, welding like in Flashdance? <laughs> I don't – what's Flashdance? Oh, forget it. People what, kind, what kind of childhood did you have? Like, oh, you I don't... have no idea. You are... <laughs> That's another I, show. Ingrid, I have waited so long for you to ask me I'm that question. So, <sighs> which speaking Here of which, go. I had a story that I kept seeing that I was going to send you that the the people that bought the Brady Bunch house are regretting it. I heard they you got, saw that. Yeah, I well, no, I didn't see it. I heard I would buy the Brady Bunch house in a heartbeat, but I heard they got screwed on the deal or something. Yeah, and it well, I mean, they just said it's just a it's just a mess that house, like the inside because the interior was done on a soundstage, so the you know, it was filmed on a soundstage, so the actual, real interior is not as. It doesn't look like it. It, did it, it in didn't. The show. Yeah, and it didn't doesn't work the way you would think it would work. But that okay, that last statement I can see. Well, hold on, it's yes. a split level, right? No, okay, listen, and I got pictures. I wish we could bring split it up right now. Split levels may not work. Love the Brady Bunch. We went there in North Hollywood to see the home that they used at that beginning shot. Mm -hmm. Okay, ooh, there's the Brady Bunch house. But yeah, they never filmed inside that house. They filmed on set, which I actually was on the phone with a person that used to actually work on set, and I was like, oh, I want some stuff. Um, so. It was a HGTV did a makeover where they actually bought right. that house, that mm -hmm. actual house on two 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 Dilling Street or something like that. If I remember my Brady Bunch facts, check me on that. If I'm right on that, that just popped out of nowhere. And what a nightmare that had to be to make the inside look like what you would expect to see if you were to actually walk in the Brady Bunch house. I was impressed. I watched the whole thing. I was ad. I even was Googling how can I go see it and never got to. And then why in the world did they sell it? And then they're not happy about it. 2222 Dilling Street, right? That's a real address. Or is that the fake Brady Bunch address? Fake no, Brady I think Bunch. that was the real one in North Hollywood. Anyway, it don't matter. Yeah. What I does Brady Bunch that, have to do with chickens? Uh, Eric had a question here. Yes, Eric. Oh, can we switch the hip roof? Uh, you're thinking a logo to a gabled roof. <laughs> Woman who brought bought the Brady Bunch home calls it worst investment ever. <laughs> yeah. Three point two million. Did you have that hanging around to buy that house? Wow. That's, <laughs> that's not lot. no, that's not bad. Dude, California, outside of LA, LA, are you kidding me? I don't know if you guys have ever looked at what homes cost in LA. Don't. Dude. You can it's, buy a shoebox for one point five. Yep. Eleven two 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 Dilling Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so close. Yeah. That's not bad though, huh? You were almost right. That was good. I was trying to anyways. Um that stinks because I would have to imagine the person that bought it is a bigger Brady Bunch fan than me. 
I want to go see it so badly. But anyways, okay. I see that uh, people are commenting that the blow up thing is tube the, man, the inflatable tube man. Oh yeah. Uh, I knew that. Why did I think of that? Yeah, do your imitation. It does look like <laughs> it does look like. <laughs> they don't make noises apparently. Unfortunately. You gotta put more like. Oh, we could put a body movement. You could put a voice <laughs> box on one of them to like scare things away. So I'm looking at a listing of it. It looks very much like this show. I thought they did a great job, but here's what I can tell you from actually firsthand experience on a Hello. reality show. There's nothing real. I mean, they are yeah. geniuses at faking everything. There is not one thing real on a reality show. The backyard. Except for me on the one I was on, and I pulled that stunt. <laughs> Nobody knew it was coming. Woo! I tell you, I, oh, oh, that made me nervous for a couple seconds. I wonder if I can get the shots that didn't make it in that show. You guys can see what really happened. I don't think so. Probably, yeah, yeah. We, we were like we had to beg just to use like a clip on our social yeah. media, and they were like, "I didn't see anything. Use what you want." Hold on. That so was... Jean asked Matt, "So you don't dress up your dogs?" So that's what she was saying. Is a chicken police shirt for oh, your dog? Yes, which for is your what animal. I said. Yeah, for your is pet. Matt a millennial in hiding? What, what, what's going on here? What, what am I doing here to give this? You these... might be a millennial. No, I'm not. I'm Gen X, right? You, you, you're Gen X. I know, but I think... Ingrid, you Gen X? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm Gen X. Are you? I'm trying to think when Gen X started. Was mm -hmm. it like 78? No, that's when you started. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The whole world doesn't start around when you start, man. Marsha fan. <laughs> I liked Marsha. I bet you did. Yeah, I definitely liked Marsha. All um, right. Do we have anything else to address before anything you need to get off your chest i'm getting we always a have the mat. oh you no, i'm not going the, the no. mat rant this whole week was i think a, a touch of a mat rant almost you did good you did good Yesterday, you were a good leader thank you you're welcome mm. why what did i do to make you think i was a good leader this week because i didn't feel good you listen you you listen and you uh, think and you get all the facts Yes, you're supposed to. He does listen. Yeah. Well, thank you. He's a good listener. Mm -hmm. He doesn't remember anything, but he listens. And you listen to everybody. <laughs> you're supposed to. Yeah. Okay, good. I love listening because you learn so much from them, even like in this show. But yeah, I, I could be a good, I think, I would love being a judge. Because it, it, you, you, you have a gavel already. Oh, yeah, right. Well, have, no. you, have you had jury duty yet? <laughs> Never. Never. I, hope I never do. He's so diplomatic. Sometimes it's frustrating. It drives people nuts. But you have to be. Yeah. And that's what makes this world go around. I love. Even in this week's Carolina Coops conclave, you don't want everyone in your boardroom at your conference table all agreeing that you're not going to go anywhere. You don't want that in life. You want the people that are going to question, challenge. You're welcome. Yeah. So. <laughs> There was a question. What's the largest run you have done? Can you make a run to fit a full acre? The largest. Well, yes. I mean, I, anything's 40, possible. 40 feet? Yes. I mean, yes. The you Santa can, Fe one is the biggest. Yeah. Right? If we, it, it, that we've done, yes. And I can tell you, if you ever wanted to run the size of an acre, what you're talking about is a giant pole barn. And it absolutely could be done. Um, I know I've seen riding arenas that are covered that are one acre. And I'm like, yeah, this is just a giant chicken run, you mm -hmm. know. Um, I do think if you do it out of metal, uh, I don't know. I can go on and on about that. If you are looking to have that done, give me a call. <laughs> Typically over that size, though, people will do some combination of a metal roof, a, a full roof and an aviary. 
Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. If the Brady Bunch, I'm a sucker. As soon as I see Brady Bunch, if the Brady Bunch had a chicken coop, gosh, that would have been cool. Instead of Tiger in the doghouse, um, what type of coop would 78 they have? What's that mean? Probably just mistype. what? Yeah, I think. Oh, what, what, type, what type of coop, coop would they a have? A California coop, of course, because they're in California. Yeah, and Gen X started in 65. What kind of coop would the Brady Bunch have? We might design the Brady Bunch coop. Get started on that, Evan. Um, <laughs> flash dancing. What is flash dancing? What the movie. hawks do when oh they hit the ground? It's a movie. Yeah, Speaking sure. of movie, we have got to find the movie Ingrid was in. I am no, not giving up on that. If anyone has a hard copy of, it doesn't exist. No, it exists. It I just got to order it. No. I'm just too lazy to go to the thrift store and get a VHS player. <laughs> yeah, why would you? I have you? one. Party Incorporated. If anyone can find... <laughs> I think there's another one with that title. There's two. There's two. So you're not going to get the right one. There's Party Corporation and there's Party Incorporated. And I believe the one Ingrid was in, <laughs> um, Party Incorporated. 99. We got to find that hard copy. You it know, is, is I also... a dream of mine to show everyone. I also um, did a play in the Oxford Playhouse in England, but you don't talk about that. Because I never knew. <laughs> I never knew. Is there a VHS? What kind of play? No, Ingrid? there's not. Oh. That would be nice. Well, what's to have. the question? There abs- I think because I think she just fibbed a little. What no, was it? it was a play. We don't have. You didn't, oh. It was a play. Oh. I thought you meant about the movie because there is a VHS. I have found it on eBay, and I just got to go get a VHS player. Do you have a VHS yes. player? You do. I have two. All right, this convert. This is boring. I got them from that. We're already losing people. No, I know. I know because it's one thirty. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Brady Bunch. Well, we have a mid-century modern. Oh. Boomer. Ooh, if they have a my T-shirt, parents, you should take it back. My parents are a boomer, <laughs> right? They're the baby boomers. Man, I know I look old, but dang. <laughs> Guys, don't watch Flash. Brady Dance Bunch yet. or Broody Bunch? <laughs> that's what you do. You the do a coop, a mid-century modern-looking coop. That's called the Broody Bunch. Good T-shirt for idea. all your silkies. That's pretty good. <laughs> and bantams. That is the pretty good. Bunch. Oh my gosh. That's what we do. We do a Broody Bunch t shirt that has like the nine chickens. Yeah. But they're all like the kind of chickens that would go broody, like a Buff Orpington and a Silky. No, no, no. We just do <laughs> a shirt with we, a Silky we, we, on pick, it? we pick nine people from Carolina Coops. What would they look like if they were a chicken? <laughs> Who would be Alice? Who would be Mike? You know, who would be Bobby? As a chicken or whatever. I don't know. Matt, be nice. What did I do? Okay, now I'm getting myself in trouble. All right. <laughs> I, Always so, in trouble. So we are here next week? I, I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Um, I. There's so much going on. I try to be. That's what I can tell you guys is we try yeah, to be Don't be mad week. if we can't make the show, okay? We have well, other yeah, things. We'll let you no, know. No, they, they get mad. I know. We please. get yelled at later on. If we forget to post that we will not have it a show. It is nice to know. It's nice to know. Somebody for me said. Too. Somebody said. Oh, you should do the show twice a week. I'm like, do you think I just pull this out of you know? Yes, you do. Actually, no, you don't. All right, hold on. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm glad you just mentioned that. I want to do a Sunday morning. I bet you, so many more people are available to watch the live show mm. Sunday morning. Well. Yeah, good luck brunch. with that. Yeah, the the get- the reason why we do it Friday at noon is because Ingrid won't do a Sunday no, morning I mean, show. But can it's we a peer work pressure? Day and we're already here. Yeah, but can we peer pressure? Oh, she just left. Oh, 
Oh, she's coming. <gasps> here she comes. Can we do a Sunday morning show, Ingrid? Where were you coming? Come on, come on, come on, come on over here. Someone sent a cluck around and find out. She asked. Yeah, the cluck around to find out. What I'm picturing is a, a chicken head with the eyebrow up. Like, mm, I can't do that. P.S. A bunch of people loved my broody bunch idea. I so. see that. I do see that. Which temperature in 90s, how soon after being laid do I collect? Um, yeah, I guess we got some chicken questions, which was what Oh, and Bruce Spade says no Sundays. Football will kill you in the ratings. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bruce. We can't do it. No, hold on. That's a good point. Yeah. Football doesn't start. On Sundays, to 1 p.m. Eastern. If you say so. You, can, you also can't battle the, the churchgoers either. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. there's no opportunity for us. And you got California. Because we talked about doing the show at 9 a.m., but we said, no, the people in California, the West Coast, let's wait until noon. Then you know what? We're going to do a Saturday night show, Saturday, like Saturday Night Live. We will start doing a show, and we'll have some drinks. I think that might get a little bit too sassy. No, you this you, Kristen when she gets drinking, boy, the truth really the the <laughs> filter is gone. Uh huh. Oh, that would be fun. I think we should do that. We should do a Saturday Night Live show this Friday, uh, Sunday, I, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday Night Live on Friday. Okay, oh, God. all right. Yeah, it's time to go. All right, I got meetings to go into. Um, thanks, guys. We will see Thank you, you next soon. Time.